0: Hey, 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 you guys. We have our very special guest with us, Mr. Matt Borland-Smith. If you guys have not heard of him before, this is going to be a great introduction to learn more about his music and his life. He is an award-winning multi-instrumentalist singer-songwriter. I'm recently recognized at the Madrid International Film Festival, Matt took out the Best Short Films category for his unreleased music video, Johnny. Having toured extensively throughout Australia and Europe, as well as a foray in South America, Matt's live shows are known as an unforgettable experience with old soul storytelling delivered by exquisite vocals. His performance highlights include the 40th anniversary of the Sydney Opera House, a pre-match show for the National Rugby League and various national Australian festivals gaining national radio play on triple j with his single we can be together matt has generated over three million streams on spotify with single down by the ocean which is one of my favorites reaching number 30 on germany and finland's viral spiral charts spotify charts excuse me matt sings every song as though it is his last full of feeling and with full commitment and we are grateful to have mr matt on black canvas thank you so much matt for being here on the show
1: thank you so much for having me um that's a big of a bit of a, a tongue twister of an introduction that's the multi-instrumentalist i'm i'm really having well done for getting that out without uh without stuttering i think you did well <laughs>
0: Well, I appreciate it. I just kind of fumbled on the Spotify. I'm like, how can I fumble on Spotify out of all the things? I know, man. Was the,
1: you got the hard part out of the way. And then and then and then the Spotify bit threw you. But um no, thank you, mate. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate I appreciate it.
0: Well, I love having you here. And one thing about this show is we're perfectly imperfect and we're gonna make it work. <laughs> Let's make it work.
1: We'll make it work.
0: Absolutely. So I have some questions for you, and I actually use some titles from some of your songs. Um, so if you're ready, I want to kind of cool. go straight into it. Yeah, let's go. All right, I'm so the ready. first one we have is We Can Be Together. So what is your definition of love? And who is one person who is stuck beside you in your career and always had faith in you?
1: So that's actually a good one. So, I mean, that song is written about, I wrote it about my family and growing up um, in in the Blue Mountains, which is sort of, I don't know about an hour and a half, sort of west of Sydney. Um, Beautiful spot, and I guess I guess that's a good way to um, to talk about love in that regard. Because um, you know, it's not it's not you know your typical love song ballad. It's it's more of a, a dedication to to my family and and the support that they've given me. A lot of my other music that I make. Well, so the majority is about, you know, your, your sort of romantic loves and, 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 and relationships that I've had. But that one in particular was sort of about going back. I, I, I shot a film clip to that because with my, with my cousin, my, sorry, my nephew, um, to sort of indicate, um, like, when, you, when we grew up as a family, you all sort of go your separate ways and, and, you know, you stay in touch. But I was just sort of like trying to sort of capture that moment in childhood when you're all together and, and, and sort of, um, you know, playing and, and, and supporting. And, and I guess it's a, a good thing cause what my family has continued to be, um, my greatest support, you know, my sisters and brothers and my parents, they, they they've, they've continued to be that sort of unconditional support network. I mean, other things come and go, but I guess I'm lucky, you know, you've always got family. Um, well, I've always had family that, that support what I do. Um, it's definitely a different path that I've taken in my career, like in terms of, you know, deciding to be a musician and, and doing the whole traveling thing that I do, but that, that, that sort of, yeah, I'd say that my family for sure in terms of, um, that support that I've had and, and yeah, like unconditional love, I guess.
0: I think that's amazing that you have such a great, strong, supportive network of, family members who understand your journey and it kind of leads me into my next question when you said about traveling um the next one we have is down by the ocean so if you were given the opportunity to travel mm-hmm. to any part of the world for a week so you get a whole seven days um where would you go and what ocean would you love to?
1: <laughs> oh um okay my favorite beach my favorite beach in australia is one called zenith beach it's up near just past newcastle there but Look for the sake of this, because we haven't been able to travel for a long time in terms of going overseas i i i have i used to play this i played this residency once in um in the Greek Isles in a place called eos um and it was just wonderful like I was playing at this bar basically it was just a little residency and they um they lined me up with this apartment sort of right in the middle of the greek in in this in this beautiful city and the apartment was above this um this fish this seafood shop and you know the boat would come in every day and they they'd make the fish fresh there and i was above it and that ocean there is like tranquil man like it's um you know you'd go you do i'd do my gigs and i'd go back get on my moped and then go back and just and relax and to me that was like the definition of um i felt so liberated then because i was i was just able to sort of take in, take in this, it's, you know, it's a party town as well. You can, you can tap into that, but you can also, I was able to go back to my apartment and just relax and watch the boats come in. And on this beautiful, I mean, it's the Greek Isles. It's, it's perfect. So, um, it would be there. I, I, right now that's where I'm like, Ooh, cause I've had a hectic few months. I'd be like, Oh, that, like, you know, I'd love to be there. Basically. It's beautiful.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And I used to love to travel and go on cruises and I haven't been on one since COVID. So I'm like, it, itching yeah. to go back, but I'm like also scared. Cause I'm like, that's a lot of people on that boat and I don't know how
1: I-, I know, man. I know.
0: Yeah. Hopefully we'll see. Hopefully in the next couple of years, I'll be more open to it. But right now I'm like,
1: I hope, I hope you get to do it, man, because you know, that sort of stuff. Um, I used to think it was like a, a, a pressure, like, you know, you have to plan and do it, but to me, now I'm looking back on it, I'm like, well, that was, you know, that, that, that's, that's the soul stuff that you need to do, you know.
0: You're right. You're right about yeah.
1: that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I got a fun one for you. This is actually going to quote some of your lyrics. So hopefully I get these correct. I think I'm right on it. So 16 okay. miles wide. And the lyrics are, you lost sight. It's not over. I spoke to the sky, then to you, wife at the altar. 16 miles wide and 10 feet high, it's not your fault. So can you tell us what went into those lyrics when you wrote those?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And this is one I, I really do. I don't enjoy talking about it so much, but it's more that I, I feel like I need to. Um, so I wrote those parts. I had a, I had a friend, a really co- close friend, um, sort of suffering from depression and, um, and addiction, alcohol addiction. And um I, I I sort of envisaged this I, I've spoken to other friends about it and I sort of envisaged us um this bit this depression, this thing that was in front of them, this like insurmentable insurmountable sort of thing is like a big black block in front of them. And I was like, that's 16 miles wide and 10 feet high was sort of how I interpreted this big thing in front of them that they couldn't get over. Um so But in saying that, though, I wanted to say, I wanted to send in the message and say, it's not your fault that you feel like this. So, I mean, it's it's a pretty like the 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 spoke to the sky and then your wife at the altar is a pretty literal interpretation of what happened because his wife, I was speaking to his wife. He's in, you know, he's in hospital, and I was speaking to his wife, and you know, we're both sort of like it was quite an emotional time, and and. You know, we are sort of like at that point, you're like, is he going to get through this? And um, so I I wrote that, like, you know, after speaking to him and um, I wrote that song in like 10 minutes and um, it just sort of all tumbled out of me and I actually sent it to him. Well, I didn't want to because it's it's obviously quite a heavy sort of subject matter, but I wanted to sort of communicate that, you know, let him know that, you know, despite what he was going through, there was a lot of guilt that I was picking up from him and I wanted him to know that it wasn't his fault that this was happening, you know, like he got no control over it. All you can control is, um, you know, what, what you can do to sort of maybe hopefully um, get past it. So I sent that to him in hospital and he's, it, it, look, I wasn't going to release the song. Um, it was more of a, to me, it was more of a message for him. And, and, and I just wanted to help. And um, he's sort of encouraged me to then go on and release the song because it helped him. He's been a year sober now. Um, and so I released the song and I hope I was hoping this, you know, and I think it's a message that probably needs to be discussed. I, I talk about it on radio interviews and I've got no qualms in doing so because I want to sort of generate conversation around that sort of thing anyway. So, um, yeah, I mean, the, the, the song is a message. Um, and the main, the main sort of thing was at the end of the chorus there was, it's not your fault was just to sort of allow um hopefully allow people to feel what they feel without guilt um because you know like it's especially now over the last couple of years that whole thing around depression and anxiety and all that sort of thing like people are very confused and whatnot well that's what i find and i'd just like them to know that you know like despite everything that's happening or how they're acting or whatever it's not necessarily their fault
0: i think you explained it perfectly and working in the mental health field that i work in specifically i see it all the time and i i think it's the hardest thing when someone is dealing with an addiction you don't know the traumas and the experiences they had that led to that being Mm. almost their saving grace like and i know it sounds kind of odd for someone to say well drugs and alcohol became a saving grace for someone but if you've been genetically predisposed to it or if you've experienced traumas or experience depression and anxiety. For some people, they don't know the effect that the drug itself is having on them in the moment. And that's not even including if they have a mental health diagnosis that um, they're either unaware of or that they're not taking their medication and using that as a self-medication. So I think that it's great to have the the discussion Um, For people who are wondering or wanting to know more about it, I think it's great to just talk to a psychiatrist or counselor, someone that you feel comfortable with, and just be able to to have more insight on being able to manage your life. And the great thing is there are people who really do care and want to listen and want to help. So I think the first step is just admitting, of course, that there are issues, but also if you want to do something about it, then reach out and just kind of look for the resources because they're there. Um, And the great thing is that we are hearing more about mental health and more about substance abuse over the past, I would say, 10 or 15 years. You're seeing a lot more of it on television, a lot more commercials, and they have apps now that you can talk to people and gain insight, which is something, you know, that was kind of taboo maybe 40, 50 years ago that people just kind of worked through it themselves. But now you're hearing it and seeing it more in the forefront. So. I, I'm I'm very grateful that you released that song and you were able to do that, kind of in honor of him, but also in so many other people who don't know how to speak for themselves. Oh,
1: mate, thank you. Like I said, it was um, yeah, no, I'm I'm happy to do it, and I'm um, again, like wanting it's something I, you know, when we do interviews with the with the you know, with various sort of networks and media and whatnot, you sort of you talk about your songs and and what they mean and. Um, uh, and like you know, you don't you don't try and come up with a story because oftentimes you know, when when I write or when I, I find when I speak to other writers, you don't necessarily know where these songs come from. But in this instance, it definitely came from one sort of instance, and I was writing about that. Um, so yeah, I, I, I and I've got no shame in talking about it. Obviously, no shame in writing about it. And I, and I don't. I wanted to sort of yeah, remove like you said, remove that barrier, um, and and just you know open up dialogue around it so it's talked about um openly rather than the secret
0: absolutely i think you did great on it. i love the song i Mm. heard that one as well but i still down by the ocean is still my favorite to be honest
1: (laughs) down by the ocean's like it's a a positive vibe i I mean i didn't have to do much songwriting in that one it's um it's 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 pretty like it's just it's an electronic song so um you know it's just it's just a matter of um working the melody and with the, with the, with the song, but that's, yeah, it's a vibe that song and that song did well anyway. So.
0: It did. It did a great job. So I kind of want to go into my next question for you. So we have, if you had the opportunity to collaborate with any artist in the world, who would you choose and what type of sound do you think you guys would create?
1: Okay. So I, I, I that's a good question. I mean, I guess, um, artist-wise I'd love to work with, um, He's a producer, but I'm sure isn't. You could call him an artist too. I love like this is like a part dream to work with Rick Rubin. Um, just with the work that he's done, and and the you know, I just love, I love Johnny Cash. So hang on a second, oh, there's um, <laughs> an ambulance going past my house. <laughs> it Sounds hectic. Um, but no, I, Rick Rubin. So he did the American Stories with uh, with Johnny, and I read I read Johnny Cash's biography recently, um, and just how he described. Um, Rick, you know, sitting in the room with him and just and just turning on the tape recorder or what you know whatever it was the Tascam recording interface like in the night this is in the 90s um, and just said you know rather than like sort of trying to um, get him to sing in a certain way or a particular way or how he used to sing or sing like someone else he just sort of sat him down and just said sing how you want to sing write how you want to write and just recorded him and they released these they released those songs and. That sort of that sort of um, not that sort of openness to for someone to express themselves exactly how they want to. I, I'd love to sort of work. Not that my my producers do that now. I mean, I, but I don't know. He's got a, he's got a pretty good resume, <laughs> so I'd like to work with him because, yeah, I feel like he would sort of honor a song um, and augment the you know the song without trying to sort of add too much in and just let the song sort of tell the story rather than bringing in too many elements, basically.
0: I think that's cool. I mean, I don't know much about him. I love Johnny Cash, so that might be a great collaboration. I could see that working for you. That'd be really fun to kind of just be able to talk to someone who's similar. Yeah.
1: Oh, absolutely. Well, that's the thing, though. He's very, he's very, he's like, I mean, he's not just that way. Like he did, he did um, stuff with the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and and um, he was doing a lot of like that sort of early '90s sort of not grunge rock, but um you know so he's got he's got a good resume i'd love to work with him he he's worked he had he did some he did a song with uh angus and julia stone um called chateau so he does work with aussie artists um but yeah he he, he would sort of be my optimal pro- producer anyway not optimal but i'd love to i'd love to just sit in a room with him basically
0: let's put that out there like he's gonna hear this and he's gonna say you know what this is what i want to do so we're gonna Put that out there in the atmosphere for sure. Let's
1: let's do that, man. Let's let's manifest this stuff.
0: Absolutely. All right. I only have a few more questions for you, Matt. So the next one is: If you could give your younger self one piece of advice, what would you say to young Matt?
1: Ah, uh, that's a good one. I'll, I'll look, I would look. I'd I'd say. I just. I'd look at him and say, <laughs> "I'm looking back at myself in my early twenties and just tell him it's all going to be okay." I think I used to get anxious. I, I mean, I wasn't singing. And I wasn't, you know, I was singing, and I was kind of writing in my early twenties. I mean, I'd only sort of I started this late. Um, I'd just sort of say it's going to be okay. I mean, I, I I didn't. I've I've been lucky. I haven't suffered, you know, anxiety and and depression in in very major ways in my early early twenties. But I knew. But I like I look back now and I know that how I was acting in some ways. Um, was like, you know, I'd go out and party and, 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 you know, still do or whatever. But like, I think a lot of that was based around the fact that I had a little bit of anxiety and whatnot. And I like, this is, it can be quite a lonely game. What we do, it's, it's very rewarding and we get to, well, I get to, you know, sing to people and connect with lots of people at, at one time, you know, like, but that, you know, that, 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 and it seems like, you know, that I'm constantly in contact with people and, and whatnot. But in saying that, like, you know, I'm driving this ship. So, um, you know, I still go back and, and I still do the drives on my own. And I actually enjoy them now and, 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 and do really love that downtime. But it can be a little bit sort of like isolating, I guess, which is a funny thing to say because I'm always in in front of people, but it, it's just, I, I'd, I'd probably look back and tell, tell younger me that everything's going to be okay in that regard, like, you know, accept, accept that um, despite the fact you're in front of people and, and, and mingling with people and, and doing what you love, that um, these moments where you're on your own are going to like, you know, I, I've only started to accept that now um, and, and really enjoy that time to myself
0: but well, that is awesome. I love that. And I think that's sage advice for all of us, for sure. Just kind of being in the moment and appreciating life. So I have two questions and these are a two-parter. These are the last two I have for you. How can our listeners find you online and what's next for you that we need to look out for from Matt?
1: Okay. So we you, um, you Google me, I think Matt Boylan Smith, I've got a website um, and my social pages you know, all the normal ones, Instagram and, and Facebook. And I think I even have a TikTok now. Um, but I'm actually releasing a song tomorrow. Well, I'm not sure. It might be out by the time this comes out um, called uh, Follow Me. Um, and that is a song about, and it's, it's actually, again, based on a true story. Um, it's a song based about on um, a lady that I've, I, know, I, well, I met from Germany. She was 100 years old. And um, you know, survived two world wars and the Spanish flu, and I actually wrote this song last year, and it's, um, I guess releasing it, yeah, we're releasing it tomorrow because I, I see what's happening in Europe and whatnot, and it's just insane to watch and and listen and see and, and history repeating itself as it is now, and um, so the song I wrote to sort of sound like a love song, but um, kind, of, it's a it's a pretty poppy sort of rock song, but it's actually. Sounds like a love song, but it's actually the story of about a lady um growing up in during between the two world wars and falling in love with being liberated. And so that's coming out tomorrow. I'm playing um at the Beachy Beach Road Hotel, which is in is in Byron Bay. I'm playing tomorrow and if it, it's for the finals. So this weekend I'm playing at Blues Fest, which is a big festival in Australia. Um and if I do well on Wednesday, I should be I should you know, I, there's, there's five acts I might be playing. I, there's a chance I could be playing on the main stage, which would be good fun. Um, so there's, there's a lot happening. I'm just releasing a lot of music and just and just keeping my output up. It's, it's, it's basically a song, I'm just releasing a single every sort of two months or so at the moment.
0: Well, I'm excited to hear it. And for anyone in the States, um, it'll be coming out on the 13th here in the US. So um, this would be something great for you guys to follow. Um, and I'm very proud of you, Matt. I think you have done an amazing job of releasing authentic music, music that is touches people's soul, but also that you're able to be yourself. And that's what we love about you, Matt. And I appreciate you being on the show. And let's remember you guys to embrace our uniqueness. Because the world is our canvas. We thank you so much, Matt, for thank you
1: so very much for having me. I love what you do too and um appreciate your support of um the arts and musicians in general. It's beautiful. Thank you.
0: Oh, no problem. And I would love to have you back in the future. So we're going to keep in touch and hopefully we can have you back on the show very soon.
1: Wonderful. I'm looking forward to it.
0: All right, Matt. Well, you have a great rest of your day in Australia and good luck on your show. And if there's anything you need, just reach out to me, okay?
1: Thank you so much. All the very best, buddy.
0: Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye.